Hello everyone and welcome back to the Out of Band Show. My name is Ryan, here with my co-host today, Bailey, Eric, and you betcha, we got him in from wherever he's from, Araf. Now, me. gentlemen, I have a he's from McFarland, Ryan. Question. Don't don't dox him for you today. <laughs> now, I know each and every one of you loves pasta. But on top of pasta, traditionally, you will put a sauce. Which sauce do you prefer and why? We will begin with Bailey. Where did this question come from? I'm hungry. I didn't eat dinner. So please continue talking. <laughs> All right. Well, so you can eat dinner, Ryan. I'm going to say that I'm a big just meat pasta sauce, just generic because I'm boring. What brand? Are we talking Ragu? No, whatever. You don't know. Bailey. You have to have a favorite I, pasta sauce brand. I, uh, There's one, one correct answer here. <laughs> I, I like, okay, what are the brands? There's there's Ragu, there's Bertoli, there's... I, I'm definitely missing a big one, aren't I? Barilla? Barilla? This is sad. This is Eric, just... Eric, Eric, help me out here. What's the, what's the good Prego! brand? Oh, yeah, How can you one. forget Prego? The so, god of sauces. Bailey likes his meat. Eric, what do you like? I am a big fan of putting all of that Velveeta cheese all over my macaroni. Uh, I, I never make boxed macaroni and cheese anymore. I just make it myself with Velveeta so much better. You know, I actually started doing that, too, and I really like that. It's because you yeah. can like make it in whatever portion size you want to, and you can kind of mm. modify the recipe however you want and use whatever noodles. And then you don't get that powdery cheese taste. It tastes at least a little bit more authentic. Well, I, I stir mine, so it's usually not too too powdery. Um, well, Bailey, you know, you just pour it. Okay. Eric, I learned when we were making our cheese hacks hackathon mm-hmm. that there was a, an event in 2014 when Velveeta just like went out of stock for a long time, and they called it the cheese apocalypse. Oh, that's good. That's that's good. all. That's good. Now, Araf, you're a man of many sauces. What about uh, you? I'm a big fan of like like a nice creamy alfredo sauce i'm a big alfredo guy can't go wrong with that yeah, yeah. that seems that. tame i was expecting something more extravagant from you what uh, nothing's wrong with a good alfredo it's like my yeah. go-to at olive garden all the time i'm a big garlic guy so i think doing like a like a garlic with like an olive oil is a really nice finish on pasta is that, uh, a, is that a maybe sauce? you could like sprinkle well you can like fry it basically so you can fry your pasta and it makes like its own garlic oil sauce it's great try it look up aglio e olio if you've never heard what i'm talking about oh um, yeah i know how to spell that yep. yeah i know what ryan said. sounds like a buttered noodles kind of guy you sprinkle <laughs> on uh, uh, butter noodles you know it's not it's not a terrible way to go even more uh, buttered egg noodles specifically. Oh no! <laughs> oh, Sprinkle on God. some like you know some cheese, like maybe some cheddar or something. You know, maybe a little bit of you know just just a touch of oregano, some parsley for sure. You know, give it that nice touch. Mmm, with some nice salted pasta. Wow, I really want to go eat dinner right now. But with that, let's go ahead and move on to the news with Bailey. Howdy, folks. Welcome to the news segment. I'm your anchor. I barely know her. 
Eric is so disappointed. I, Anyways, I hate you. I <laughs> so hate I looked at the you. script. <laughs> I looked at the script about two minutes before we started here, and somebody put in the infrastructure bill and Perf- professionalism. Everyone, as the resident political scientist on the podcast, I am obligated to tell you a little bit about some U.S. politics going on. So uh, let's take a look at the uh, the infrastructure bill that just passed today. What's what's all in there? What kind of little treats can we find in there? Well, we got lots of money. That is that is the big thing you should take away from this. There's lots of money in this. How, how, how much money? Billions and billions of dollars. That's, Eric. that's a lot of money. Um, the price tag of the entire thing is about $1 trillion. Ah. Um, in the first, I think five years, there's like about half of that, uh, about 550 billion. So, uh, the way that it's kind of being broken down, a lot of it's going to roads and bridges and other major projects. That's about like 100 billion or so. There's a lot of investment Joe Biden is an Amtrak guy. There's a lot of investment in railroads and passengers, uh, passenger rail, freight rail. Lots of investment in public transit, airports, uh, ports, um, transportation safety programs, um, a big focus on electric vehicles, uh, lots of zero and low emission buses and ferries. Um, I really like this one. It's just called revitalization of communities. Who knows what that is? They're putting a billion dollars into that. Um but some more controversial topics. I want your opinions on these. We've got broadband, power infrastructure, clean drinking water, which which I find interesting being put in the controversial category, but uh, here we are, um, and water storage. So out, out of those things, what, what, are, what are your thoughts? What strikes you as a part of those projects being funded? So... For me, first off, my my thoughts on trains are generally known to the world. (laughs) I spent almost three years of my life haunted by them day in and day out. And and Bailing Ryan, you now know my pain. Um, But, you know, I I have always found it ridiculous that I can't, uh, you can't, especially here in the Midwest in Wisconsin, unless you are in Milwaukee or going from Milwaukee to like Chicago or something, there's really no passenger train anything. Like Amtrak just isn't here. Um, Bailey, you might not know this, but do you know if Amtrak is expanding to Wisconsin as part of this deal? Uh, not off the top of my head. Don't put me on the spot like this, yeah, Eric. I'm, I looked I'm sorry. at this two minutes ago. I know it was talked about at one point. I wasn't sure if it, if you had it well, up or not. I do know, and this is not part of this bill in particular, but Ryan and I have both lobbied the, was it the Minnesota government to get I think, Some it, sort I of think rail. it was Amtrak. Amtrak was looking to expand a route between Minneapolis and Milwaukee or something. In through that Madison, corridor. I think. Yeah. I mean, they didn't Amtrak, want to go th- yeah. through Madison, and the feedback we left was that we would like Madison to be included on the line upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's tough. I mean, um, there's that whole, like, American light rail, like, high-speed project thing that has never really gotten off the ground, but maybe this is a push in the right direction. Hyperloop. Yeah. The Hyperloop. But back to your original question, Bailey. Um, I think, obviously, broadband internet is the big takeaway here, especially for the purposes of this podcast. Um, We are lucky in that we all live in decently sized cities, so we have a spectrum, which... Like McFarland. Take take it or leave it, but, you know, it's it's good, especially in comparison to other places. You know, where I grew up, we still... My parents get 10 megabits down 
and that's the maximum that they get, that they will ever probably be able to get unless CenturyLink gets their ass together and fixes the problem. Um, yeah, I think that's that's a great win for all of America, honestly. Or maybe Elon will just win with with Starlink and that'll solve everyone's problems. Who cares? Either way, it's a mm-hmm. good investment. Now, Bailey, what was the first thing you brought up? What were the four points again? I just need to hear them all again just to re- re- refresh my memory here. What do you mean? Like the bigger my projects? Me- my memory like- organ. You said there was four controversial topics. I remember. Oh, sure, sure. This goes in the other infrastructure category. Uh, broadband. Broadband. Power infrastructure. Power. Yep. Clean drinking water. Clean drinking water. And water storage. Water storage. All right. Water mm-hmm. storage, not an issue for Wisconsin. We have a great lake, literally named as such. Um, you could say now, we have two of them. Honestly. Yeah. Now, yes. now, access to clean water. Now, it sounds kind of ridiculous, but weirdly an issue still in the United States. Um, if you remember Flint, Michigan, you know, the lead contamination, I think in Milwaukee, too, they still have some lead pipes uh, where there could be lead seaching into the water there. Um, mm-hmm. Another thing I bring up, too, is... Um, there's a lot of, especially in the kind of like the, you know, the farming areas, especially, you know, in Wisconsin, you know, we, we end up getting like nitrates and manure runoff into our water streams. And that at the end of the day ends up in rural wells, which people use when they don't have access to city water. And so I have actually been in a city government meeting uh, where I used to live, where that was a actually a big topic of discussion was figuring out how to get these people access to clean drinking water because the state basically said, yeah, you don't drink this. Like, you'll die so what what do you do <laughs> yeah one of my friends in high school had that exact same thing happened uh the field next to their house overspread manure got into their well contaminated it they sued the state the state paid for a new well to be put in or they sued mm-hmm. the, the dnr slash the person state yeah. ruled in their favor got a new well the well that well also got contaminated so they had nice. to get a third well dug on their relatively small property because of this so yeah it's a real issue yeah and i I think we all remember too that video from like south dakota where they ran that tap water and then lit it on fire (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah not great (laughs) not 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 great and then the power grid i think speaks for itself after the whole uh you know texas debacle of yeah was that was that this year well last year i don't even remember classic texas to have its own power grid yeah there's the western u.s the eastern u.s and the texas grid the texas grid but uh yeah a lot needs to be done i i I think access to electricity needs to be made cheaper and power sources need to be made more renewable and that's going to be i think something we we should be committing our money towards Mm -hmm. araf what's your take were were railroads mentioned they were we discussed them a a little bit yeah uh like money going into more railroad more yes more true sure oh well well i mean you know wells were also mentioned yes this is the united states right and and in the united states we don't really do too much with trains anymore you know uh uh like we still have them but compared we, to we other do. countries like like Japan, Europe, who use their trains for, you know... Ah, my favorite country. <laughs> Europe. <laughs> France. France, right? The French okay. have a really co- cool, amazing, like, not bullet train level, but really fun electric train that they have that's yeah. mainly used for mm-hmm. moving people around from here and there, and they got relatively fast. 
is that really an issue that we should be putting money into in the States? Because, like, you know, like, the biggest reason why we don't have the technology right now invested into newer and more advanced locomotives is because we're very big on interstates and road. And and a lot of people, at least in the States, own cars. So, but uh, But is that... Is that good? I mean, especially right now when we're still very much dependent on oil and gas, like having all of those cars on the road is just going to be a bigger environmental impact than having one train go from place to place that a bunch of people can get on and it can be a one-way trip. I mean, Plus it'll, save, it'll save time too. It would, but trains take a long time to like set up, maintain, and whatnot. Like, like, I mean... I like the push for electric vehicles has already been like going on. We have Elon doing his thing. We have a lot of other small or not small, large car manufacturers heading into uh, uh, the electric line and making cool little electric vehicles and whatnot. And, you know, like say we had a, a railroad and a, and a really good train that ran from East coast to West coast. Okay. Uh, that would take a really long time to set up and construct and and but it would be so cool though or off just imagine that what if i told you that we do yeah we have one that already exists <laughs> but 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 <laughs> they would have to like okay for i'm thinking more to of make a, a good one. purpose but like yeah a good one you need to lay down different track you can't use the well fucking... yeah but if they could do it in like 1860 why can't they do it today you know like they could, it's not but it would like take we don't many have the years. technology. It would still take a long time. That's I mean, like and then that's, we would need to construct that's like, like saying, a new locomotive. That, that's like saying that we shouldn't invest in like medications because it's too expensive. No, but and what it's I'm not saying is worth the I'm undertaking when we already have the antibiotics of today. You know, but like, like by the time we like fully set up this rail line and perhaps not perfect it, but get pretty damn close, like electric vehicles and whatnot would still they're not going to stop. It like they're 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 going people they're 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 making the scene they're showing up way more than like uh anything else. Araf, let me make my strongest argument here. Yes. Who drives electric vehicles? What what when you think of someone who drives an electric car, who who is that person? Uh are smart cars electric? Yes. They are? Well, yeah. Right? Yeah. They should be. I think of a broke college student sitting in their smart car that only seats one person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's definitely not all these rich people who own, like, Teslas and Model 3s and Model Ss and things, right? But say you're, you know, low on your cash and you have some obligation that you have to go to attend to in Texas. How are you going to get to Texas from Wisconsin? You either have to, A, drive all the way there, which takes a long time, or costs you have to fly, too. which it's costs nice. a lot. Whereas a train ticket, a service that reg regularly goes there, would only cost about 20 to $40, probably, and it would get you there relatively quickly. If we had high-speed rail lines, those things can travel in excess of, like, 200, 250 miles an hour. That is a great point, Ryan. And with that, let's... Chugga chugga choo choo into our next segment with a Roth. 
Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hot Takes with me, Araf. Uh, this week, I was kind of just thrown into this segment, but but I will mention that this, boys, is our 64th episode. Woo! That is not an anniversary in any means. <laughs> it is for me. Now, you might ask why the number 64 is so important. Well, if you don't already know, you can stack up to 64 of one item in Minecraft most of the time. And and you're wondering, you might be wondering, Araf, cool, but why is this on hot takes? Well, you can also stack things up to 16 in Minecraft. And and what I believe should be done is for that to be completely removed and have everything stack up to six or 64. There are also things that don't stack at all, like buckets of milk. What if I want to carry around 64 buckets of milk? Well, I can't. I literally can't. I have to fill up like a bunch of shulker boxes and just dump them into my inventory. That is bad. Bad game design. It literally makes no sense to carry 16 snowballs because what would I do if I ran out? What if I threw all 16? Da-da. Everything should stack to 64. 64 is the greatest number to ever be created ever. That is my take for you boys. I do want to say just as a, a little little trivia bit. Um, I started editing this podcast on episode 32. So I have I have officially edited half of the the podcasts ever on this on this show. Thank you. Thank Congratulations, you. Congratulations, Eric. Eric. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, Yay! yeah. <laughs> Thanks for not the losers. Um, but <laughs> but I remember this. The reason I bring this up is because episode thirty-two. I think it was Bailey did the intro, and he brought up as like his little intro. What's thirty-two times two? Sixty-four, which is the ma- and I. It was a bad joke, and I hated it. And I'm so glad it's being brought up again. It's now That's, a whole segment. It's now a whole <laughs> segment all by itself. It grew up so cute. Uh, no, I, I completely agree. What the hell, Minecraft? I mean, the fact that you can't hold 64 Ender Pearls in one stack? Come on. I think, no, I, I agree. Araf, I'm with you on this. It's ridiculous. Uh, Bailey? <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> I, I want to know, Araf, why in the world... Would you want to carry 64 buckets of milk in Minecraft? Hey! Eric, we are talking to the same man who came up to me with a full inventory full of renamed little like <laughs> jars of honey that he renamed to orange juice and a bunch of kelp that he renamed the devil's lettuce, dropped them in front of me in game. That. And then left without saying anything. I remember that. You gave me uh, uh, sugar that you renamed cocaine at one point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah. Ralph, what, what kind of things are you doing in this game? That's what I want to know. Well, um, see. Well, Mojang hasn't put in any sort of coin yet. So there's no real way to like create a mass economy. And I figured the easiest thing to do <laughs> would be to load up on other things. Another memorable quote from Araf on our Minecraft server is, uh, I am Araf, and I have a dream to reset the economy. <laughs> there was no economy to reset. You were the economy. 
Ryan, you're a big uh, Minecraft economist. You had a you had a gift shop going at one point there. Yes. Reset the economy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, the economy. The economy. Oh. I still <laughs> remember. Sorry. But like many, many years ago, the very first help desk Minecraft server where we the had OG. the shops. Yeah. The OG server. I remember Ryan had a cool little shop. And I think he was like number one in terms of like whatever the currency was on the server. I walked up to his shop and just like, uh, I think I sold just a bunch of diamonds. And he went from number one to like the bottom person on the server. I stole all of his money that day through diamonds. It was beautiful. <laughs> yep. Reset the economy. That was also the server where um, Ryan burned down our forest. So I burned down his house. <laughs> And then put a gift shop outside of Ryan's house selling parts of his burned down house. I don't... Wait, what? Was that the OG server? No, I think it was, oh, maybe it was the second one. It was the second one. The OG one was the one the where you built the super tall building and I built the pyramid. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. It's gone now. It's been deleted. You spent so much time on that. Yes. This is why I haven't played Minecraft in a long time. <laughs> Enough joking around. It's time. That is not a joke, Arav. <laughs> My blood, sweat, and tears went into that tower. I will never do that again. But but Bailey, the, the Google Cloud free trial. <laughs> God. Well, Still love you, Google. All right. Well, besides, besides Big Tower, it's time to move on to the real segment I mean, the real topic of this segment. And that's not the number 64. We just spent five, ten minutes doing this? Are I you kidding me? You had another topic? Are you kidding me? I, I was stalling because I thought that was it. No. <laughs> Ryan wants Alfredo sauce. All right, all right. Fine, what fine. the Let's hell? Let's just move on. I'll do but it No, I want to hear what you have no, to say. No, no. Now we're doing it. You this. have to do it. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to anymore. No, do it. Say it. It now, better be good. Or I'll hurt you. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. All right, jeez. <laughs> so, you know how like how like toilet paper exists? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know how like some toilet paper, um specifically the ones in my house and at the bathroom at the help desk are paper thin? Yeah, the and one Bailey's ply. house. Yeah. yeah, I think there should be like you like, bought the toilet paper, Ryan. <laughs> not, not, not for your parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I can't defend that one. I, uh... I think there should be some sort of like government regulation where toilet paper has to be a certain amount of like thickness. Yeah, sixty-four like, ply. Exactly, sixty-four. You can't go wrong with that number. But yeah. like, like it should actually be illegal for toilet paper to be thinner than paper it makes no sense literally zero i'm actually trying to think through how 64 ply toilet paper would work like like i, I could yep. say you could produce it right like that's that's yeah. simple enough but the yeah. use the the usage of it <laughs> doesn't seem very practical to you me. just rip off a brick i like. know Oh, it's a it's a comfortable brick though. Those Charmin that bears is a are comfortable be, brick. I'm those Charmin sure. bears are gonna be comfortable on that <laughs> oh on that brick. <laughs> that is probably one of my favorite memes of all time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I've taken your guys' time for quite a while. <laughs> Let's move on to tech fails with Ryan. 
The tech fails are simple. The people are not. And welcome back to Tech Fails, everyone. My name is Ryan, and today we are going to discuss something I am fully unqualified to talk about, but we shall discuss anyway, because it was a very every large part of history in the early 2000s. Now, many of you... The bipartisan campaign finance reform. Yep. Yeah! May remember a company called AOL, also known as America Online. At one point in history, they were the largest dial-up provider in the United States. If you wanted to go on the internet, you used America Online to access it, which took over a lot of other dial-up providers. Now, someone had this absolutely brilliant idea at the turn of the century to merge together AOL and Time Warner. Because why not? You have this absolutely massive media company who provides broadband service, and you have this humongous dial-up provider. You merge them into the same company, and you basically control everything that goes into the eyes of the American consumer. Now, I say that it was a brilliant idea, but at the time, some executives, both inside of AOL and Time Warner didn't think this was such a great idea. They were a little worried that the government might not think that having one mega company control all internet communication was such a great idea. Um, Alas, the deal still went through anyway. But then they suffered uh, slightly different issues. AOL was actually the larger company. It was technically acquiring Time Warner. However, they had vastly different company structures. It would be like if Facebook merged with McDonald's. You know, it's it's like, where where even is the overlap? And so then when charging for customers, they didn't really know how to combine the plans together or how to actually make use of their partnership. And inevitably, dial-up service in the United States started to fade away. Uh, AOL um, slowly fell out of favor with Americans as we switched over to faster services like DSL or broadband connections. Hopefully everyone will be on Starlink um, by the end of next year. So another by, uh, by, by next year, another nail in the coffin there, AOL. Um, yep. And today AOL is slowly reduced to a website and a meme of the audio of you've got mail. Still playing in my head from when I was a child. Eric, you're a person who lives in a very remote part of Wisconsin. Do you use dial-up? And if so, is it provided by AOL? Uh, we did use dial-up at one point. I remember when I was a kid having to connect and hearing like the little beep boops in the computer. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I do want to make one correction to your story, actually. Oh, a- AOL still offers dial-up. Do you they? can still get it. I don't know how much it costs. Uh, let let me. Oh, I just downloaded the AOL dial-up application. That's Uh-oh. great. Um, let's delete that. Um, but yeah, they still do it. I imagine there are probably some people in the United States that just keep paying them. And why turn away that investment? Um, but yeah, this is a this was a huge failure. Um, they were on top of the world. They just couldn't get it done. Um, my biggest connection with this is they kill it, it. This whole AOL Time Warner merger 
uh, was indirectly responsible for the killing of World Championship Wrestling, WCW, back in the day, back in 2001. Um, granted, they were also just a bad company at that point, but I, I digress. Um, yeah, I don't know. They they kind of floundered, and now they're just a bad search engine for most of their stuff. I agree. Araf, you're Ryan. young. Oh, Bailey, did you want to add something? <laughs> On second thought, I do have an opinion. See, oh. the reason that took me so long is because my brain was using dial-up. Uh, yep. AOL actually did provide me with something. I have used it before. Mm. And it was to create the intro song for the Out of Band show. Mm. <laughs> the little like, <laughs> the little thing at the beginning. Yep. Little, yeah. ah. I just looked for dial-up sound, and that's what I got. There you go. Mm-hmm. Now, Araf, you grew up in a technologically advanced era as a relative youngling here. Um, a zoomer, as it were. Have you heard of dial-up? And if so, what do you think about it? Aren't you, like, two, three years older than me? <laughs> <laughs> the world changes fast. Uh, well, I'll give you... I'll admit I was pretty young, so I don't have too many fond memories of using AOL. But... Uh, uh, they they are a search engine. Just like DuckDuckGo and Ask.com. Uh, uh, I don't know where I'm going with this, but, but, <laughs> yeah. But with that, let's go ahead and move on wait, wait, to story wait. time with Eric. I got I got one more point. One more point here. Mm-hmm. Uh, still looking at the AOL dial-up features that they still offer oh, uh, nice. they offer their own web browser oh. uh, aol shield oh. which they which is specifically meant for older operating systems and dial-up internet connections pretty mm-hmm. cool mm-hmm. uh there's a disclaimer in the fine print underneath the download button that says dial download time may take three to four hours over dial-up call this number to order a cd for faster installation and that really <laughs> just sums it all up doesn't it yeah yes it does and with that, let's go ahead and move on to story time with Eric. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to story time. I am your storyteller, Eric. And uh, this past weekend, I went to Minnesota. And with that, let's go ahead and move on to the outro <laughs> with Bailey. So, <laughs> so, so I went. I went to Minneapolis. Uh, as as I have as I have specified on this podcast before, I'm a pro wrestling fan, uh, and there was a big pro wrestling show, AEW Full Gear, uh, at the Target Center in in downtown Minneapolis, and I bought tickets for Saturday night. I was so excited, and I was I got a hotel a little bit outside the city so I could just come back at like two in the morning and go to bed. Didn't have to drive home. Just real, real smart thinking there. Um, and something else I did was I got a parking pass for a parking garage near the arena. Cause I was like, I didn't want to mess with like trying to find a parking spot right before the get, right before the show. I uh, wanted quick, easy and easy out, etc. So I bought a parking pass at the U S bank corp center, which is like U S banks headquarters, very fancy building, very fancy parking garage, underground heated, all that, all that jazz. And I show up and I drive in and I, and there are two parking garages directly next to each other that are different. And when I say directly next to each other, I mean 
there's a wall separating them, like a foot away from each other, right? I've never seen that. Usually it's like there's one on one side of the building and maybe like across the street or like down the block or something right next to each other. So, of course, I go up the wrong one, right? Because I'm, st- I'm stupid little Eric over here. Go up, park. I leave. Think about it for a second. Go back in. I'm like halfway to the arena. Turn around. Go back in. Realize I'm in the wrong one. Try to leave. And as I'm leaving, you know, in most parking garages, like in Madison, if you just leave right away. What? Are you on on TikTok, Ryan? No. I don't know what you're talking about. That was a TikTok voice. (laughs) No, it wasn't. I don't know what you're talking about. Damn it. Um, As I leave, as I leave, normally if you just like leave right away, you don't have to pay any money. This one, I had to pay six extra dollars for going up the wrong entrance. Oh my God. That's hilarious. Really pissed me off. Uh, So I leave. I go into the right one, right? I finally park, leave, go to my show. Had a fun time. As I'm going back, I go to the door that leads to the elevator to, you know, get to the get to the place. Uh, the door is locked. There's a chain on the inside. I just absolutely not getting in. Right. So that's fun. That's a really fun thing to have to figure out at midnight in a city that you are not familiar with. Uh, so I take a lap around this building, whole city block. There are no other entrances. That's the only one. Oh, which is really fun. Um, you may be asking yourself, Eric, why didn't you just go back to the gate that you entered? Uh, there's, there was a garage door over the gate, so I can access like the box to scan in, but my code was already used, so I couldn't get in and I couldn't get in through the door that was closed. So I'm just standing out here again, midnight snowing middle of Minneapolis, never been here before. And I don't know what to do. So I press the little call for assistance button on the scanning box. And I spent probably about 10 minutes explaining to this woman over and over and over again, hi, I am locked out. Can you just open the gate so I can get in? And she just would not do it. I don't know if it was against (laughs) policy. I don't know if she just didn't understand. She just would not press the button to unlock the door. I was getting really pissed and kind of afraid that I would have to like get another hotel downtown. Um, And then eventually the woman calls the one security guard left in the building, like the night shift guy that's just wandering around, he has to come all the way down to the first floor, let me in through that chain door so I can get to my to my car. And you may be asking yourself, Eric, why go through all this trouble? How did this happen? I don't know. All I know is that I, sir, I, I bought this as event parking. And clearly I was the only person that decided to park at this place. But either way... For those that are traveling in Minneapolis, do not park in the U.S. Bancorp garage. And and that is my story. That's rough. Buddy. And with that, let's... Wait. <laughs> it sounds like you should have parked in that first garage. I should have. Honestly, because <laughs> the, the, the reservation that I paid for was also $6 approximately. Nice. So, like, I sh- I, if had I have known that I would have just paid that money anyway, I would have just stayed there. But alas. Wow. Yeah. On the bright side, we learned a lot today. Yeah, on the bright side, I did come away with with a souvenir. Um, I don't, I don't have any usage for this, but it's it's a it's a championship belt belt buckle. Oh, that's cute. Um, Is that from the security guard? <laughs> yeah, I, just, I nicked it off him. Um, yeah, I don't wear belts other than the one that already has a belt buckle on it. But hey, it looks cool. Um, and then I also have a 
toy championship belt, you know, because you always need one of those laying around. You got to have that. Uh, and yeah, so that was my trip to Minnesota. Um, if anyone wants to come to wrestling shows with me, please do. I am lonely. Thank you. And with that, let's take her home and move on to the outro with Bailey. Well, folks, that's our show for today. If you liked what you heard, be sure to share the podcast with a friend or two. We hope to see you again next time, but until then, don't cancel your Outlook events. Stay safe!